day on transforming lives. He said to Moses, this should be our memorial, our holy convocation, that all through the history of Israel, they need to celebrate the Passover. Hello? Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Now the third uh, uh, way that the Holy Spirit revealed Jesus is that he revealed Jesus through the, the, path of the, the Jewish feasts. There are several different feasts. In fact, there, there are six of them um, that the Jewish uh, people go through on a, on a regular basis. God gave them, in, if you look in Leviticus uh, um, chapter Leviticus chapter 23, Amen. you'll find out that the, the, the Bible talks about the different feasts that God said to Moses concerning the children of Israel, what they needed to do. Amen. And to celebrate the feast. And the first feast that God instituted for the children of Israel was the Passover. Amen. The feast of the Passover. And in fact, God used that, that feast in Genesis chapter 1. I mean, in Exodus chapter 12. God used that feast in Exodus chapter 12 as the beginning. He said to Moses, this will be the beginning of the days. This will, begin, begin, will be the beginning of the months of, of, of Israel. So it, it started the, 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 the Jewish calendar. Amen. And he said on the 14 days, if you turn to Exodus chapter 23, I mean Leviticus chapter 23, I want to show you some things here. Amen. Leviticus chapter 23. Amen. The, 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 the Jewish calendar began in the spring. It's either between I mean March and uh, um, April. And it's just the beginning of the spring. Amen. And that's why we, we, you find out that um, Easter is right between March and um, April. Amen. Right in the spring, because it's the beginning. Amen. And but God said to the to to Moses, He said on the fourteenth day day of the first month. So the fact the, the Passover was on the fourteenth day of the first month of the the Jewish calendar, the month Nisan. Amen. And so what God said to Moses, He said on that day you need to every 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 family need to kill a lamb and they need to spread the blood on the on the um, doorpost and on the lintel, and they, they need to roast the lamb, they need to eat the lamb, and this would be the Passover. Amen. But then God in Leviticus now, God is saying to Moses, He said to Moses, This should be our memorial, our holy convocation, that all through the history of Israel, they need to celebrate the Passover. Hello? Now, what does the Passover mean for us, to Jesus? Amen. Jesus died, amen, right before the Passover. 
Okay, in fact, he, he died during the week of the Passover. Amen. The Bible tells us they had the, the, the Lord's Supper, and the Passover was on that Saturday. He was crucified on Friday. Hello? And that's why we, we, we celebrate Easter. Amen. But Easter is another, is, is, is a, is a celebration of another feast. Amen. The Bible tells us that Jesus, uh, um, during the Passover, uh, um, the, the Moses said, I mean, the, God said to the children of Israel, in fact, let me read it, maybe it will help us. In uh, um, Leviticus chapter 23, verse 1, the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, The feast of the Lord which you shall proclaim to be holy. A holy convocation, these are the feasts. Um, you talk about the Sabbath, that's, um, you know, the whole idea of resting one day of week. And then on verse 4, he said, the second is the, the verse 4, he said, These feasts of the Lord, a holy convocation, should you proclaim at the appointed time on the 14th day of the first month, at twilight is the Lord's Passover. And on the 15th day, say the 15th day. Okay, on the 15th day is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So the 14th day, it's the Passover. The next day, right, is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So you, you, you can see now, and then God said, on the first day, from that day, seven days, there should be a, a week where you, the, 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 the children of Asia are supposed to, to celebrate the week Amen. And what they need to do, they call it a week of unleavened bread. And on the first day of the week, they need to celebrate, have a holy convocation. And on the seventh day of the week, they need to celebrate and have a holy convocation. Amen. So you see here that the Bible is telling us concerning the whole idea that God was telling the children of Israel that you need to celebrate the Passover but then you need to celebrate the, 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 the week of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Amen. It was right during the same time of the Passover. Amen. The Passover and the, the Feast of, the, uh, of Unleavened Bread. And when the Bible talks about unleavened bread, unleavened bread basically means a bread without yeast. Okay. That means without living. Okay. Living is a... Is a, is a, is a, is a, 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 a uh, uh, a form of, of, of something that is uh, 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 bad, okay, or, or that destroys. I mean, God said, remove the living. You, you and I know, I mean, we, you probably maybe you can understand when I talk about yeast, okay. Yeast is, is, is uh, 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 put into a bread, and what it does is change, changes it, I mean, but the Bible says on living bread, I mean bread without yeast, without this stuff. But the Bible tells us that yeast we should, we should uh, take off, Paul said, we should remove the living. Amen. And what, what he was talking about is that when you get become a Christian now, you need to make sure that you clean out the impurities from your life. You need to take out the impurities from your life. And so God was saying to the children of Israel, you need to celebrate the feast. Amen. And then he talks about the whole idea of the Passover. Jesus represents the Passover when he died on the cross. Amen. But then the Bible tells us that God said to the, to the children of Israel, the second feast, 
that they needed to celebrate was the feast of the first fruit. Say the feast of the first fruit. Now the feast of the first fruit means that God said to them, when you come get into the land and you plant your crops, you should gather the first of the, the produce and you should bring it to God in the temple where God will set his name and you should give it unto God. So it's, it's the first fruit. That means your first increase. Amen. The Bible tells us that Jesus is our first fruit. If you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible tells us Jesus' resurrection, he came from the dead, he became the, the first fruit from the dead. Amen. So the resurrection of Jesus signifies the fruit, the, the, the feast of the first fruit. Jesus, the first fruit, and every one of us who are born again, we will be risen from the dead also. Amen. So Jesus, the first fruit, all of us will be, be risen from the dead when Jesus returned all when, uh, 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 and we would all be changed. And the Bible tells us that Jesus represents the Passover. Jesus, death, burial represents the Passover. Jesus' resurrection represents the first fruit, the fruit of the, the, uh, 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 the feast of the first fruit. But that's not all. Amen? Because the Bible gives us another understanding of, of another feast that the, the, the Jewish uh, uh, people celebrated that God told them to celebrate and it represents the inauguration of the church. Mm. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. You see God, when God was planning all of these things, all the, the entire life of the children of Israel, there's nothing that is by accident about your life or about every situation. God had a strategic plan I mean, to point to Jesus, Jesus, uh, um, the, the Passover lamb that will deliver all mankind from sin. Jesus' resurrection, the first fruit from the dead, telling us all that we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we too will be risen from the dead to experience life for eternity through God. Amen? But then the Bible tells us that 50 days after resurrection, Jesus promised the church that he was going to send them another comforter. He was going to send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was going to come and the Holy Spirit was going to, 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 to uh, represent Jesus and to minister unto the believers and to uh, uh, those who accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. You see, when Jesus died on the cross, and Jesus rose from the dead. All who will accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, as your Lord and Savior, you have been purged from sin. You have been forgiven of sin. You have been delivered from the power of darkness. You have been transformed, translated into the kingdom of God's Son. You have been rescued from the works of darkness. You, the sin problem in your life has been destroyed because of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus protects us, delivers us, cleanses us. And now we are on the right track to experience the eternal life that God called. Because God, all of us will be risen and will live eternally with God. But that's the Passover and that's true the resurrection. 
Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. The Passover, the Lamb of God, Jesus taking away the sins of the eye, the world, and every one of us who will accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, our sins are forgiven. Our sins are purged. We are cleansed. We are, are, are delivered from the, the snare and the yoke of, of bondage. Amen. Jesus rose from the dead. We have life. Because he lives, the Bible tells us we will live also. We will live eternally with him. Amen. Jesus, the, the feast, the, 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 the Passover represents Jesus' death and burial. The first fruit represents his resurrection. But then Jesus pointed to the Holy Spirit that will come. And to the church age, because the Holy Spirit is here right now in the church age, that we can experience the grace and the power of God in our lives. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Jesus died so that we can be delivered. But Jesus also sent the Holy Spirit so that we can experience the grace and the power of God. Last but not the least. The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus through the church. Amen. Now I just told you that, that, that 50 days after the Passover, the Holy Spirit came. Amen. And, uh, and that's the Feast of Pentecost. Um, um, the Bible talks about the Feast of Weeks. Amen. The, the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came and inaugurated the church. Amen. When Jesus was about to go to... to, to uh, 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 to the cross, he told the disciples, he said, it is expedient that I go away, but if I do not go away, the Holy Spirit will not come. Amen. So he said, it is better that I go away, because if I go, I will send the Holy Spirit, and he will come. Amen. And Jesus uh, uh, went to heaven. He is sitting at the right hand of God the Father right now, and the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, and we are still living in the day of Pentecost. We are living in the church age. Amen. Every born again believer can experience the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Now how does G the Holy Spirit reveal Jesus in the church? The Holy Spirit transforms us so that we become little Christ. We, uh, that's why the they, they, uh, uh, Antioch Christian, uh, um, they, they, they began to call People around began to call the, the church, the believers in Antioch, Christians. The, the Greek word is little Christ. Amen. Uh, 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 uh. And so the Bible is telling us that we reveal Jesus in our life, in our daily walk, in our interaction, how we behave, what we do, because we show forth the power of the Holy Spirit on our lives. Amen. Now, look at what the Holy Spirit does. Amen. He represents Jesus. He represents Jesus in our lives. He represents Jesus in every aspect of our lives. The Bible tells us, look, at, uh, I want to read this passage about the, 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 the Feast of the Pentecost. Amen. In, concerning the first fruit, the Bible tells us when God talked about the Passover, He said that, you should place the blood. The lamb will be slain. It represents Jesus. Jesus was uh, died on the cross. His blood was spilled and it became. When it came to the first fruit, he said you should bring your crops, the first fruit, and you should come, bring it to 
the priest or bring it to the uh, uh, um, temple and you should wave the fresh fruit. Amen? And, 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 and you should take off the, 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 the leaven. Amen? And the Bible says that it was, the fresh fruit was, was come, everyone was supposed to bring theirs. But then the Bible talks about the day of Pentecost, the weeks, the fruit of feast of weeks. He said, don't just bring the sheep, okay, to wave it. He said, bring bread. Say bread. bread. Say bread. bread. You see, there is a difference between I just coming, and as individuals we come to Jesus, and we submit ourselves to Him, and we love Him, and we serve Him. But when, the Bible, when it comes to the day of Pentecost, it was not just individuals. It was the entire church. Now, the, you need to understand the wheat <clears throat> that was waved in front during the, 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 the feast. Amen. The individual, the Bible says you need to take that wheat and you need to ground it and, and, and make it into bread. Now, when you pour the wheat into bread, it's every wheat come together and it's baked. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit now is forming the church of God. He is organizing it's all of us, all of our resources coming together, all of our gifts, all of our talent. It doesn't matter whether or not you are Jew or Gentile. It doesn't matter whether you are rich or poor, um, educated or un uneducated, black or white, brown or yellow. It doesn't matter which ethnic group you come from. As long as you confess Jesus as, a Lord, as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit now is gathering all of us to make us into a loaf. One bread, one body, amen, in order to be presented to God. The Holy Spirit is working on all of us in order for us to become the bride of Christ that is blameless before God. Amen. And so as the church, the Holy Spirit now is here doing our this dispensation to make us into that perfect bride that God will present to His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we, we need to understand that the church, the act the, as the, 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 the building of God's church, the revelation of God's church, the revelation of his people, it, it all comes into the unity, into all of us working together, all of us revealing Jesus together. When you look at the early church, you find the early church, they work in colonia. They work together as one. They work together with one accord. They were uh, um, committed to get it. They did not allow their own situation and circumstances to blind them or to hinder them from flowing together. But they flow together as one body, one with one spirit, doing the work of God and revealing Jesus. And that's what God is still wanting to do and He is still doing here today with the entire body of Christ. When God looks at us, He sees individuals, yes, but God is working through His entire body. Amen? And we need to embrace the body of Christ. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. God wants to reveal Himself to the people by showing them what He is doing. Amen? The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit, when He comes, Jesus said this way, He said, the Comforter, when He comes, Excuse me. He will convict the word of righteousness, of judgment, and of sin. 
righteousness because uh, uh, I go to the Father. Of judgment because the world, the prince of this world is judged. Amen. Of sin because uh, 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 he said, of, of sin because you do not believe. Amen. And so it's, it's, it's important for us to believe God and trust Him. Amen. And the Bible tells us, Jesus said it this way again. He said, How be it? When the Holy Spirit comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will, He shall not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He shall hear, He shall speak. He shall show you things to come, and He shall glorify Me. The Holy Spirit is always revealing Jesus. Always showing us who Jesus is. Always allowing us to see the risen Christ. Amen. And as we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit and understand Him and learn of Him and follow Him and flow with Him, we too will experience the grace and the power that God wants to accomplish. We will become all that God wants us to do. We will be able to do all that God wants us to do and accomplish all and allow the world to see so that they can come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because the people of the world need hope. They are looking for hope. Amen. They are looking for something to grab onto. Amen. And if we will show them Jesus and show them through the power of the Holy Spirit how God reveals, how the Spirit of God reveals Jesus to them, they will be able to accept Jesus as their Lord and as their Savior. Notice what the Holy Spirit said. I think God, Jesus said, He said, He will glorify me. I told you that the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit points men and women to Jesus. Amen. Whatever He does, He points us to Jesus. And we as believers need to understand the importance of embracing the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's stand. Let's lift up our voices and let's just talk to God. Take a few minutes and talk to God right now. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you the glory, the honor. We give you the praise. We pray, Lord, that these words will take roots in our hearts. Let it come into our spirit. Let us be rooted in um, you, O oh God. Let us trust you. Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to us. We thank you, Lord. Help us to be all that you want us to be. We trust you. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to um, give you an opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible tells us that Jesus is our Passover lamb. He died on the cross so that you can experience salvation. You can experience the grace and the power of God. The, the blood of Jesus was spilled on the cross so that you do not have to live in sin. You can be delivered. Amen. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to pray with you. Amen. 
Church, join us as we pray. Say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for me. Lord, forgive me of my sin. Make me your own. I want to serve you for the rest of my life. Friend, if you just said that prayer, then we want to encourage you and let you know that you are born again. Want to ask you to find a good Bible-believing church so that you may grow in your Christian world. If you do not know, uh, uh, I mean, if you live. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com.